Is aging with beauty, power, and dynamic information a priority for you, your parents, and your friends? If so, the Wonder Health Age and Vitality Summits in 2020 are going to blow you away, and we cannot wait to share our amazing speakers and our amazing partners with you. To find out more information and to pre-register, go to wonderhealth.com, and that is wonder with a U. We hope to see you there. This is the Wonder Life Podcast, the voice for health and wellness. Each week, we chat with real people doing big and small things to inspire us to light up our lives so we can go out and light up this world. You may find us on social at Wonder Health, and that is Wonder with a U. This week on the Wonder Life Podcast, I chatted with Paz Ryan. He is an innovator of peace and a wellness expert who focuses on the youth of today and how we can support them in their process of becoming the leaders of the world. I truly hope you enjoy this show. Talk to me about what's going on on the planet right now and uh, why helping people to actualize themselves and why peace is so important for us right now and how can we get there man you just go drop the bomb right off the top <laughs> why not? Why not? no need to no need to dance i think it, it's happening at a much um faster rate than than maybe so in the past because people have access to, to information and things are happening to where people are becoming more aware and want to become aware. So um, I think it's just, it's really a, a, to, as much thing, as much as things are going on that, you know, we, we are concerned about and worry about and all this good stuff. You know, I think it's still a great time to be here and be alive and be a part of the change ultimately that is inevitably coming. And, um, you know, as we continue to, learn and grow and really embrace this almost um it's been kind of taboo in a sense um to embrace and and uh, um talk about energetic shifts or or you know really claiming our power the same stuff that you know a lot that that's being talked about ultimately in religions but being, but it being a common conversation, if you speak, I think that's that's really powerful because it's all really saying the same thing at the end of the day, right? And you know, as as we allow ourselves to have those conversations and to you know practice and experience those things, and that to me is that way of finding self because that's a, it's an internal thing. It's not a it's not an external thing. Our internal reality is what's creating everything that's happening outside and around us. So if we can, and most of us aren't at peace on inside, we actually run, a lot of people are on autopilot every day and not really um, tuning in or harnessing and assessing that power that we ultimately all have access to, that source, that, you know, whatever we want to call it, 
Like we have access to it. Like life, I was literally showing my uh, my daughter the other day. Like we was riding. I'm like, look how powerful life is. You see all this, these look at the grass and the uh, stuff growing through the concrete. Like that's how powerful life is, right? And we yeah. have that power. We have that power of life within inside of us, and it's just a matter of accessing it and tapping into it in order to break through any perceived obstacles and things like that. So. So how so how did you get started on this journey um, of working with kids? Like why why do you think it's important that I mean that you start with the kids? Obviously, you started with yourself and saw a need. What happened? What was the catalyst for you to go? What was that awakening where you said I have got to be a part of changing or or being a, a facilitator for the youth to? come into their truth. <laughs> yeah. So what, so what do you think, um, what do you think it's going to take for a mass awakening? Or do you think we're having a mass awakening right now? I think it is. I think it's subtle, right? I think, you know, I, for, you know, because we know it's powerful and how powerful it is, it's almost like we have the expectation that it's going to be something that just snaps overnight and, you know, people are going to, you know, be in this state or place or whatever, whatever. But as we know in our own personal journey, it's a time thing, right? It's a process, a time thing where at one point we may uh, feel or believe a certain way and do a certain things, And at another point, you know, because of our understanding and other things that we've learned and maturity or whatnot, we kind of, you know, take it in another direction or have a, 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 a more, uh, a, a deeper understanding at the end of the day, um, of it. So I think it's happening. And obviously the thing is, you know, in order for things to move, there's the, the, the stimuli can be external or internal. While the external t- stimuli is more, uh, motivational, the internal stimuli is more, uh, um, uh, inspiring, right? So, the more we are inspired to action and to do, you know, these things for ourselves and, and the community and the world, like the, the, the better things are being. It's really just a matter of just embracing, again, that uh, unlimited source and energy that we that everybody professes to believe in, in terms of God or whatever the case may be. But it, well, in reality, right? Like for real, like not like you know, in this. Uh, mysterious, almost, you know, sacrificial way where I have to die to go to die to get there, but in a real, like, we living in it type of thing. Like, we're not separate from it. Like, we are literally, it's an awareness to know that we are already connected to it and we are living in it, in it and there's no limitation. Our only limitation has been our thoughts and our perception yeah. about it. And as we remove those things and unfold those layers, like, the spirit of just joy and and giving and you know all of those things is really what man like like it's you know people always talk about the secret and the law of attraction and all that stuff like it's no it's no secret it's just it's understanding the the, the the principles of energy and and the reality of this universal and spiritual experience that we're having in in this human body so yeah there is no secret we are it. It is happening right here and right now. And and really turning your mind to it. It's like been on this journey, really, this energetic journey, really, ever since. So 
I don't know, man. I think it's really probably something that's really just been always with me. Like, I just wanted to do stuff. I know how important it was to me. I know how important it is to have somebody say that they believe in you and that, you know, you could do it. Just like the little the little stuff that kind of, I think, gets taken for granted sometimes. You know what I mean? And um, Because we think that people don't, not that they don't need to hear it, but that it's not important to say it, I guess, almost. And it's like, it is important to say it. People need to hear it. People need to tell them more, especially especially kids, because they don't always get to hear that, particularly in school setting. Who knows what the, the um, you know, at-home setting is like, things like that. So just really knowing that, obviously, they are the future. And, you know, if we can impact them in a positive way, then and kind of model or be an example of these ideals and things that we, you know, are, are embracing and see, you know, being a part of the world, like that's that's where we're going to affect the change that is with them, especially if we, in terms of being responsible parents and, you know, things like that, right? We bring the children to the world. You've got a responsibility to your children to, you know, educate them accordingly and, you know, things like that. And it's not about controlling the experience because they're going to, you know, we all do what we do and we all can talk about different things, you know, but it's just a matter of just um, um, knowing that we have to take care of them just as much as they have a responsibility of taking care of us, right? I think it's, we, we kind of have this one or the other mentality and I'm, a, I'm or, you know, either the or and I'm a, and I'm a both and type of person. <laughs> Absolutely. So the kids that you work with, do they, like, what's their background? Yeah, all over the board, all over the board, really, you know what I'm saying? I think really just all over the board, low income, you know, black, brown, white, you know, various, you know, uh, family backgrounds, various situations, you know, um, definitely a lot of uh, Latino, Spanish speaking kids, um, but. What's so cool is they come together, regardless of what they're their history is what their story is they come together and that in itself is creating a space for peace because there's a common vibration about why they're there and so to me that is where the real power is we really are all one I mean you know I think I heard on NPR which I actually don't listen to but every now and then I'll I'll hear it this is many years ago and they said something about two men of you know white man and black man have more connected dna than a man and a woman do and so you know really race is absolutely irrelevant and to me i mean i love rich culture i'm not trying to take that away but when we come to the place of having issues with other people because they don't look like us to me that is just uh, a waste of time it's a distraction Um, it so. is. It's a super distraction that really, like, man, at the end of the day, it's the biggest distraction. And when we get, unfortunately, the per- media perception and the historical, you know, um, perceptions and just uh, what people know. There's a lot of ignorant people out there at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just it is what it is. And, and you couple that again with the media perception and things and all of that it just creates an environment of um just ignorant <laughs> oh, it really is unfortunate like 
I mean, we're all part of the process or the problem or the solution or what, all of that. Um, but it's like, who decided that the media was going to be your guidepost for how you think about things in life? And really, it all just comes down to fear. And, mm-hmm. you know, but so these kids, so, so back to the kids. So the kids come together and what are you seeing? So they might come, we all have issues. So they might come in with a, an issue or a chip or whatever their story is. And what sort of transformation have you seen with the kids due to the work you're doing um, with them through movement, meditation, um, wellness? Um, you know, I think it's at least you see the potential at the end of the day of, of what they um, can be because, you know, obviously we only have so much time and, and that's part of the definitely thing that we're trying to build is establish something where we're able to have that long-term relationship and tracking and things like that. But yeah. So talk to me. Because I, the way our stuff is designed is more kind of facilitating conversation, you know what I mean? Um, about things that they may not get a chance to ordinarily talk about. So you know, we, we hear the complaints. I mean, I, it's crazy because I, I, I can I can I can't even count how many times I've heard the children say they feel like school is a prison, how they feel, you know, how they hate the food, how, you know what I'm saying, they don't they think the teachers are racist, you know, like and it's you know, and they're like they really believe <laughs> that, you know what I mean? And it's like as much regardless yeah, it, while as an adult, you know, we can decipher a little more and not, you know, necessarily take, we can take it somewhat with a grain of salt as, in terms of certain things for them, you know, it's, it's it's still their feelings and we can't, you know, deny them that. And I think a lot of times for them, it's almost as if they're wrong for feeling. And uh-huh. like, you know, we got to understand that they are children. They are going to feel a certain way. They're not going to understand from the mature and experienced perspective that an experienced adult, you know what I'm saying, is, is going to have. They are children. Like, I think that's the problem with us, with society in terms of dealing with our children. Like, we want them to be adults when they're not adults. They're not adults. I don't care how even at 18, they're not adults. You know yeah. what I mean? They they are uh, still young children at the end of the day. And, and, and not because they can't be, but, but because we truthfully haven't prepared them. We've done them a disservice in preparing them to be actual adults because they don't really know what the heck to do. They don't know how to do it. They don't really, they're not really sure because school, school doesn't really teach that. You know, school is teaching to testing standards and not really preparing them for real life. And so unless they have somebody in, you know, that's really pushing them and supporting them and, and putting them in position to succeed in that way, most folks struggle during that time or that becomes the kind of ceiling of their fate where they end up working um, a job and become employees for the rest of their life. Right. That's all they know, you know, and, 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 and the, the belief is that they have to work, you know, this job in order to get rich. And, you know, it's, um, it's a, it's unfortunate because uh, again, a lot of them really don't know what they want to do, but they, they want to learn, like, especially in a uh, middle school age group, like they want to learn stuff and, and a lot of the trade skills and things like that, that I know was around when I was in school, like, is it there for them? Like they don't have those 
we're bringing it to them. Like we're bringing those stuff, and obviously there's different, you know, times are different in terms of, you know, with technology and things like that. So there's coding and programming, there's plenty of stuff out there. We're also doing that stuff too, but really hands-on stuff and understanding like, you know, plumbing or electrician or things like that or respectable and decent jobs that you can do and not only earn a living, but you can actually own your own business in doing this. And if you need to and want to, you can actually pay to go to school and not be in debt, you know, and things like that. And that's really more so types of things that I'm striving to get across to them is that really getting them on a pathway where they can make good choices or make uh, responsible choices and, and uh, educated choices, if you will, you know, in terms of what they really want to do because they just, I don't know, especially with the social media and just kind of just the way things are nowadays. I think they, you know, almost fooled and think that everything is just the snap of a finger, just easy and we want to skip the process. Well, it sounds like what you're doing is uh, opening them up to dig deeper because we, it's really easy to be on the surface and deal with our, you know, follow, follow the monkey mind and, and our immediate and, and that meaning that immediate gratification. And I mean, that's what they, cause their amygdala is not formed. I learned this from one of our experts. And so they, so the, you know, they actually scientifically, they're not formed to make those decisions, but you know, what's cool is, is that you're facilitating these conversations so that they begin to ask themselves, whether it's immediate or if it's 10 years down the road, like, oh, let me dig deeper within myself to, to ask those questions. And, and so their minds, someone told me the other day that um, they've looked at a brain from like maybe our generation when we were coming up to like the kids generation, their brains right now. And the brains due to like all the technology, which I'm not dissing technology. It's a beautiful thing. We just have to use it in the right way. But because of their use of technology from such an early age, their brains actually look different than ours. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you got to understand that they're learning ultimately a hundred times faster than what we did because they have access to all these things. They, they, I guarantee you, you talk to a kid right now, they'll tell you some stuff that you had no idea existed or thought about or anything, and they'll be able to explain it to you, break it down to you and all that just because yeah. they watched it on YouTube. Yeah. You understand? So we got to understand that. We got to, if so, that's what happened. It happened a lot of times in schools is that the kids are bored. They are bored. And it's not, it's, it's not their fault. It's not necessarily the teacher's fault either, but we got to understand it's, the thing is we really have to address this educational system as a whole. Like oh, yeah. it, it, it's, it's just outdated. It's not really. Um, it's been outdated. For everyone. That's the thing. Yeah. It's been outdated for, it's been outdated for a really long time. It was outdated when I was going to school and then it's really outdated now. And, you know, people are doing their best. And the thing is, because the, the students actually, it's a tricky pickle because it's like the students actually need to be creating the curriculum with the, with the administration um, because, and, and I do think that, you know, a lot of systems are trying to keep up and there's a lot that just aren't. And so I think you're right. It's like, how do we rise to the occasion to address these kids where they are um, while also giving them our ancient wisdom? My own children are like, they used to ask me, you know, what, 
if I had like water and electricity in the olden days, like olden days. And it's so <laughs> awesome because I mean, to a degree, yes, it is the olden days. The internet actually came out in the nineties when I was in high school. So like that's, it's, it's a, it's a really beautiful thing. And I think that, you know, back to our original piece of the puzzle is, is that, you know, these kids are coming in already. I don't know if they're like, they're, they're certainly more intelligent. I don't, I don't know that they're all old souls, but like the level of intelligence is um, it's just the next phase of evolution. And so, you know, I think that the marriage of this new world, these new world people with the, with the wisdom of people who came before us and like what we're learning, which, I mean, I'm only 43. I'm like, I don't know a thing, but I know a little bit more than I used to. And uh-huh. so that marriage is really what we need to do to take this next step because they do know things and see like they have, they have a intelligence that is so far beyond like anything we've ever seen before. And we also have some of that wisdom. So I think if we can work together to really help them to dig deeper into themselves and, and maybe, you know, they already are deeper within themselves and I'm just misperceiving. Um, so I think it's like, you know, it's a beautiful time for us to all evolve together and take the next step. We're the only way, I mean, there is only, you know, yeah, there's two outcomes to what's happening now. And I choose to believe that we are going to come together to have this shift in consciousness on the planet. So, um, I'm excited to continue the conversation with you and really thankful that you were willing to come and chat with me and, you know, just keep us posted on what's up with, with what you're up to. Cause we want to stay in touch for sure. This has been an episode of the wonder life podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. For more information about Wonder Health or Wonder Health Age and Vitality Summits, go to wonderhealth.com, and that is wonder with a U. You may find us on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Wonder Health.